0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Year's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito com.
1: It's game one. <laughs> We're all doing our best here. Welcome to the very first Checking Out the Competition of the 2021-2022 season, and I am lucky enough to be joined by Kent Baskey from NUX Misconduct, who is going to chat with me about the Vancouver Canucks. Kent, how are you doing?
0: I'm excellent. How are you doing, Kelly?
1: Not bad at all. Pretty psyched about this hockey season starting.
0: Yeah. Or at least
1: I was before all the flyers started getting hurt, but you know.
0: Yeah, we was, can't
1: we can't even start yet. Sorry. I was
0: all excited because I was like, oh, we're gonna play the flyers, and we haven't played the flyers forever, and then your GM had to go and make things all weird, you know yes, so
1: thank you for bringing that up because that's the first thing that we're gonna talk about. It was super nice of Chuck Fletcher to give me an actual topic to talk to you about since, you know, I don't have anything else, but we went ahead and plucked one of your guys from the waiver wire. exactly. Yep. McEwen, is
0: that I say? Zach McEwen, yep.
1: So he has done something that I really like, which is having a mustache and being from PEI. So he's one of my favorites there already. Um, but what else can you tell me about him? What should we expect to see out of him?
0: Well, I mean, he's a he's a hardworking kid. You know, I mean, he made it to the NHL just on work ethic alone you know he was i think i'm pretty sure he was undrafted yeah undrafted got a chance at uh making the uh utica comets managed to get a a role there and you know impress the canucks enough that he got you know a deal got called up you know played a bit last year and then this year he came into camp and He was just okay, you know, but there was a lot of competition for those top six or bottom six spots this year. And basically he uh, was a victim of the numbers Um, with Brock Besser being injured. They were going to keep him up, but then when it looked like Besser is just about ready to come back now, uh, they tried to send him down to Abbotsford, where their new uh, farm team is,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: well, uh, Chuck stepped in, and uh, <laughs> there we go.
1: Chuck's so, been uh, Chuck's been stealing some guys from the rave, waiver wire this week, yeah. um, um, which kind of unexpected, I think, for us over here in Flyersville.
0: Yeah, you know, um, Zach's like he's not going to be a, a, a top six guy. He does have good hands for a big guy. You know, he's more of a checker hits, Mm -hmm. you know, when he's, when he's on, he's on, you know, and he does not shy away from dropping the gloves. I don't know if you guys like that thing in Philadelphia, Mm, the whole thing, I don't know, but yeah, so (laughs) no, um, it's unfortunate because, you know, I think especially with the way the Canucks have injuries, he would have been called up easily. You know at some point during the season so uh but um you know it's, it's a good pickup for you guys and uh hopefully you know he can stick with it and but you know this is two guys now that they've had uh taken off the waiver wire trying to get them down to the farm team so that's a bummer uh, Well, yeah that's jim benning and his asset management for you though you know <laughs> but,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't know how to say this without sounding like a dickhead, but he, hearing that you seem, like, you know, relatively bummed that this guy got picked up kind of makes me feel a little bit better about yeah. the deal, generally.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's a good depth piece, and every team needs those, and, yeah. uh, you know... He kind of went out with a bang. He had a fight against Zach Cassian in one of the preseason games, and uh,
1: yeah, he uh, kind of did a number on him, huh?
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah, so
1: well, he sounds like he might end up being a bit of a fan favorite.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think uh, once they get to know him, they'll like him a lot. You know, he yeah. he was uh, a pretty popular guy, especially in Utica. You know, they loved him there. So.
1: Mm-hmm. So these first few pregames at the start of the season are always difficult because I have not seen the Flyers play a single meaningful hockey game yet. Your team has played one. It was a loss to the Oilers the other night. Yep. Um, so there's, you know, not a lot of stuff to talk about, really. But the Vancouver Canucks did have a rather active offseason. Yeah. Um, lots and lots of stuff happening. I guess the, the biggest one being that... Um, Oliver Ekman Larson, Connor Garland, big time deal that went down. Um, yeah. Looking here, you guys traded some picks Jay Beagle, Louis Erickson, and Antoine Roussel for Connor Garland and Oliver Ekman Larson. So that was kind of the big move. And then there mm-hmm. was some, it seems like some little other pieces added here and there. Yep. Um, how are you feeling about the way that the Canucks look after all of these moves were made?
0: Well, I mean, I think up front, the Canucks are definitely a better team. You know, they completely remodeled that bottom six. And, you know, apart from um, Brandon Sutter, who is unfortunately suffering from uh, what it, it appears it's long COVID. So, you know, he's, he's still fairly ill Jeez. and uh, suffering from that. But, uh, he's the only guy remaining from that was part of that bottom six from last year. So, uh, you know, they went out and they signed Jason Dickinson. Uh, they brought in, um, Nick Batan and, uh, Justin Dowling, you know, and then they made the trade with Oli Uolevi, sending him to Florida the other day and they brought in Yuho Lamico, Um, who's a, fourth line guy but he has a lot of uh, penalty killing experience which is definitely something that the Canucks were looking to address and were not happy with how it was going in the preseason which was one of the things that uh, precipitated that trade so you know it's um like up front I think that they definitely look like they're a stronger team oh and they also brought in um <clears throat> Uh, oh, man. Don't you hate that when you just blank out like that?
1: It happens to me constantly. Uh, <laughs> yes. uh, let me run it'll, through here. It'll, see come,
0: what talking about. it'll come to me in a second here. Uh, uh, You'll edit this out for me so I don't look like lot. an idiot.
1: <laughs> no, I'm leaving it. Brandon Sutter. Uh no. Facili
0: pod colson i was gonna <laughs> that was go. i was gonna say that. <laughs> yes so yeah uh dra- drafted a couple of years ago he'd been over in the khl you know he had impressed quite a bit at some of the world junior championships and there's been you know kind of a buzz building in vancouver about this kid coming over and getting to play and uh you know he's he's looked good he you know i mean he hasn't been like jaw-dropping good but you know he's learning this game you know it's a it's a steep learning curve even in a league that's as good as the KHL stepping over into the NHL is an eye-opener for you Mm -hmm. so um you know they're working with him and stuff and and he's showing signs that he's starting to catch on I mean he has the potential to be a real power forward kind of guy which is a they haven't had a guy like this on the Canucks in a long, long time. So, you know, if he can be the player that they think he is, you know, two or three down years down the road, this team, if they can keep everybody together and fix the issues on the back end could be, you know, back to being a, a real serious contender once again, but.
1: How worried are you about Elias Pettersson and Quinn Hughes not being re-signed yet?
0: Oh, well, they are re-signed though. Oh, are they re-signed? Oh yeah, they were playing last night, so we'll let we'll let you edit that out. <laughs> no, we can both top.
1: When did they re-sign them?
0: Uh, it was uh last week. Last week? Okay, yeah. I'm right on top of things. That's okay. <laughs> I know it's hard sometimes, you know, it really is. I mean.
1: Listen. It's, it's game one <laughs> we're all doing our best here
0: yeah it's you know like there are days where i just like i don't even want to look at this stuff you know i'm, I'm in uh, I'm telling you. work and you know i try to find hockey information and i see the all the chaos that's going on in the world and it just uh it's draining it's absolutely draining
1: there's a you lot know. happening all yeah. the
0: time yeah. Literally but we can we can definitely talk about them re-signing.
1: Yeah, you must be uh, okay. pretty happy about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think both deals were good, you know, obviously with the cap situation that the Canucks found themselves in, they weren't going to be able to do both long-term. One of them was going to have to be you know, a bridge deal. And I think it probably made more sense to get Hughes locked down long-term, give Pedersen the bridge deal, and then You know, he, I mean, he loves it in Vancouver.
1: Yeah.
0: I would be, I would genuinely be surprised if he left after this deal. You know, I mean, I'm sure there'll be teams that'll try and throw buckets of money at him. But, you know, especially if they start, you know, getting close to doing the thing. Yeah. (laughs) Then, uh, (laughs) yeah, you know, there he's like, There's a picture from when he was a child, and he was wearing a Vancouver T-shirt and stuff.
1: Oh, that is
0: destiny for this guy. Yeah. If you can
1: get a picture of them as a child wearing the team's like paraphernalia, whatever it is—sheets, pajamas, T-shirts, jerseys—that's the ticket. (laughs) Once you get that, you're pretty much set. Yeah.
0: So. Go ahead. He, he, you know, especially like for Pedersen, it was a really frustrating year last year with the wrist injury that he had. He missed the last 30 games of the season, you know, and he was struggling a bit before that. You know, I mean, he was still putting up points, but, you know, something was wrong. You could tell, I mean, he was hitting, it seemed like every shot was hitting the post, but not going in type of thing you know so there was a bit of frustration building and he's a very very motivated guy like this guy wants to win you know i mean sure all players want to win but like you know i think people don't realize just what kind of player this guy can be and uh this is going to be a season where he's really just gonna get back to that trajectory that he was in the first couple of years
1: yeah we um i think a lot of flyers fans pay some attention to petterson because uh you know drafting we could have mm-hmm. but whatever um yes. big picture the pacific division overall it's kind of like i mean from the outside looking in for me it's like vegas I guess you have to factor in Edmonton simply because yep. of Connor McDavid and dry yep.
0: And
1: then after that, it's kind of like, all right, what's going to yep. happen. So yeah. do you feel like the Canucks have a, a good shot at getting into the playoffs this year,
0: man? You know, I'll, like a lot of things really need to go right. But I think the biggest thing is if this team can stay healthy they, they, could, they could definitely make the playoffs. And as they showed a couple of years ago, once you get in, anything can happen. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it, it seems like 10 years ago, but it was only a year and a half ago that they were in the, the 2020 playoffs. And they took Vegas to a seventh game. You know, I mean, almost all of that was single-handedly. Um, Thatcher Demko, who, you know. But Still. Still. Yeah, I mean, he could have, he just about stole that series. And then, you know, who knows what happens after that, right? But, right, you know, so, I mean, that, that whole playoff run was like a blessing and a curse, you know, because it was like, man, we needed that. After missing the playoffs for so many years, it was like the fan base was re-energized. But then the expectations went up so high last year was just everything that could have gone wrong went wrong you know and Benning made some decisions over the summer and like none of them worked mm. you know he brought in uh Nate Schmidt and Schmidt just did not click with the team at all
1: I was really surprised in, that didn't work out cuz I I really
0: liked Nate Schmidt I yeah you know I'm and then like he was just eager to get right out of town too like I mean, how bad do you hate a place that you want to go to Winnipeg?
1: (laughs) I mean, that is actually a very good question because I feel like Vancouver is one of the NHL cities that like people would really want to go play in. Because like, you know, not only is it, you know, a storied franchise and really great fans, but also like an outstanding city to be a young person with lots and lots of money.
0: Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, if you've and if you've ever been there, it's it's beautiful there. It yeah. really is. I mean, man, you know, I kind of I kind of miss it sometimes. But being out here in Ontario, but um, yeah. So, the, oh, uh, Braden Holtby also. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was
1: bought out, right?
0: Is yeah. That what happened there? Yeah. 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 So and then uh, they re-signed Jake Vertanen and you know. That that did not work, and yeah. Jake Vertanen is now exiled to Russia. Good riddance. Please don't <laughs> come back unless it's for a court date. But Yikes, that's all I'm going to yeah. say there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, but that you know, it was just an extremely frustrating season. So I think that's why there's a little bit of hope because when things were bad. Jim Benning just seemed to not Do enough to try and fix The issues and This year he put in the work Now I don't The defense is still Not good
1: Mm.
0: And I mean they you know Two thirds of that defense was not here Last year you know So it remains To be seen if Oliver Ekman Larson And Tucker Pullman You know are going to be able to Step up and Be better than people think they can be like I will say that so far Larson has been one of the better Canucks Throughout the exhibition games and last night You know he had a goal last night on the power play And uh you know he's looking good He's he says he feels like he's 18 again So maybe yeah maybe you know he just really needed to get out of Arizona Which I can understand that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's he's such a weird situation because there was a time when like people were so high on that guy. Yeah. Like he was one of those defensemen that like everyone wanted to get on their team. And then he signed that giant
0: deal. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was just like. And and we know that deal is probably going to come to come back to haunt us later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every deal.
1: I feel like every deal like that, though. Like they're almost yeah. never good.
0: Yeah, there's there's some of them out there that are just bad, but you know, we don't have Louis Erickson anymore. So
1: There you go, small victories. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. And it's so, not that I hated Erickson either, but no. it's just he was a he was a disappointment.
1: Mm. It seems like there's a number of players that for some reason ended up disappointing. In Vancouver, which, again, is weird to me because it, it just seems like a place that hockey players would want to play unless yeah. the coaching staff and front office are just a disaster. But yeah, I don't know that much.
0: <laughs> well, this is this is Jim Benning's last chance, basically. Yeah. Like, if, if they miss the playoffs this year, he, he's done. They mm. have, They literally have to make the playoffs to save his job because, you know, the owner is a very involved owner, mm-hmm. a little too involved sometimes. Uh, basically, he insulted the fans yesterday <laughs> calling them out because of uh, a protest over Benning. Last year or wow. earlier in the year. Yeah, I called them classless and stuff and yeah, so that went over well, but um, no, it's he you know he's he's very Passionate about the team, very involved with the team, and he's given Jim a lot of rope mm. to try and make this work. And you know, at some point, he has to look at this and say, "Okay, this isn't working." Travis Green, also, you know, and I I, I feel bad for him because I I don't think he's a bad coach. I think that, you know, he's tried to do the best with what he's been given. And, I mean, for the first couple of years, you know, he wasn't given much. You know, but players started trickling in and the team is, you know, changing from that old core to the newer one. You know, there are no players left from the 2011 playoff run now with Mm. Edler going to LA. So, um, you know, that whole we're not really doing a rebuild rebuild has finally removed the last piece from the old old squad. And, uh, you know, now they can kind of make their history you know, and, and write new chapters for it. So,
1: so heading into this season, what is something that you're super excited about seeing with the Canucks, like a, a player or a line or whatever?
0: Well, you know, I I love watching Elias Petterson. I mean, he's just so much fun to watch and so creative. Um, I think Quinn Hughes is, you know, he is another guy who had a not so great season. I mean, it was good, but defensively he was bad. I think he's going to have a bounce back here. Um, I really, really, really enjoyed Tyler Myers running right through um, oh, Duncan Keith, okay, there we go. Oh, so Tyler Myers laying out Duncan Keith <laughs> last night in the in the game. so for flyers, fans that don't know about this back in um two thousand nine was it yeah, or two thousand twelve uh Duncan Keith went at Daniel Sedine, left the ice threw a flying elbow, caught him square in the face. Knocked him out. Uh, He got a five-game suspension for that. Didn't miss any playoff time. You know, Daniel Sedin missed three playoff games until he was ready to come back. And, like, this was a guy who for three seasons had a shooting percentage of, you know, between 11 and 13%, and it never recovered after that injury. Hmm. You know, so this is why you know 12 years later every time duncan keith touches the puck when he when they play in vancouver he gets booed and it he, it fans has don't not forget spun. man yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so for for tyler myers to just take a clean perfect hit run right through the guy lay him out and then have some guy come up and try and fight him and take him out too i mean Tyler Myers has basically earned himself a free year. He can do Tyler Myers things. He can give the puck away. He can, you know, make bad bad plays. It does not matter. This year, it's okay because of what he did to Duncan Keith last night. You know. You love that. I I do. It was, you know, because, I mean, it just seemed like there was that One little thing where like, obviously the R word is not one we want to use in Vancouver because of history, but Duncan Keith never really atoned for what he did. He Mm. never really, you know, nobody really fought him or anything like that. So that one, that one's closed in my books now. So nice. Yeah.
1: It always comes for you eventually.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. And also, I mean, I think it's just kind of a... I don't think that that was a very good move by the Oilers too. So for him to come there, like coming into that division and having to play Vancouver over and over again, probably not what he wanted to do, but... that
1: was a very odd move, but the Oilers are a hilarious organization
0: yeah <laughs> I don't know I what mean, they're doing you know up up front they're great but that back end and I I don't buy in that Mike Smith can be as good as he was last year I'm sorry I just don't it's
1: he, yeah it's a real gamble with him yeah you really don't know what you're gonna get
0: yeah he uh he he gave up a a real bad one to Quinn Hughes last night too so yeah, that was old classic, Mike Smith. So,
1: yeah, that's the thing about a goalie like that. Like he, he'll, he might play good for a while. But you're always gonna get. There's always gonna be like some just like game destroying weak garbage goal. Yeah. That goes in. I mean, we're gonna have to look at Martin Jones for quite a few games this season. So I really shouldn't jinx myself mm, by yeah. talking about garbage goaltenders because <laughs> that's gonna be interesting experiment. But um, based on the uh, literal zero units of information that either of us have about our respective teams this season, um, if you had to make a guess about how this game is going to end up,
0: what would you say? Well, I mean, for some reason, the Canucks and Flyers games are always really entertaining. You know, I think there's maybe it's just because of the They're one of the expansion teams from back then, so they've Mm -hmm. played them a lot more than, you know, some of the other newer expansion teams. But um, I don't know. I've always enjoyed watching these two teams play. Um, I think the Canucks win this time, you know. Really? Yeah. You know, I think they kind of got a boost because they were down 2 nothing in this game against Edmonton. And, and yeah. they came back to tie it and, you know, just about pulled it off in overtime. And then took them to five shooters in the shootout. So, you know, Demko was uh, having himself a night again. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that they're, uh, there's a lot of people writing them off. And, you know, I want to believe that they can do this. But, you know, I've been hurt before. So I hear you. It's hard for me to just dive in and say yes. Yes, I believe you can do this because every time I've said that it's blown up in my face. So I'm cautious about it, but you know, like I said if if things go right for this team, you know, they could surprise a lot of people. It's just the the defense has to like they all have to have career years basically. They have to be better than than they've shown,
1: yeah so, I mean it'll it'll be nice if they can take advantage of a what looks like at the moment a pretty weak division
0: yeah it's, so we'll it's see. yeah it's hard to say I mean
1: Calgary it, it really is.
0: is trying to be better, but are they better? You they know? keep
1: trying, and i I keep waiting
0: and <laughs> I, I, just don't what's gonna I don't happen know I don't know what to think about Seattle because you know they can't be vegas you know 2.0 right like they uh,
1: they made a lot of choices yeah in that expansion draft that i don't quite understand and it also they hired dave Haxtell, which is a very curious choice
0: yeah so uh,
1: you would yeah we know a little, a little light bit on that know a little bit about dave hackstall i yeah. i just saw, i saw um marissa and Yemi, their beat writer talking about uh after their first game um, the number of block shots that, that Seattle had. And I was like, yeah, yeah, get used to that. Dave Haxtell loves nothing more than having his team take every single shot from the outside. So yeah. get ready. <laughs> he doesn't seem to have changed that strategy much, but who knows? You never really know what's going to happen when you put a bunch of dudes together for the first time.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I mean, for the Canucks to actually have a, a regional rival for the first time, It's it's a little exciting, you know. I kind of like that. I mean, it may take a little while for it to really have feeling. I think right now it's just, you know, there's basically the the hockey fans in Seattle who have been waiting for a team for so long, and then there's all the disgruntled Vancouver fans who've just (laughs) said, "That's it, I can't do it anymore," and have jumped ship. You know, and that's their fan base right now. So. It'll probably we'll be see. super
1: fun because I I don't think you can drive across the border yet.
0: It's they're gonna be opening it apparently on the eighth of November.
1: Oh, cause so I feel like that'll be a fun little like yeah, you know, go down and see an away game so, type of deal. Um,
0: New Year's Eve, I believe. Oh, is uh is one of the one of the games either oh, New that's Year's fun. Eve or New Year's Day? Yeah, nice. So yeah.
1: All right, well, just to put it on the record, I have to believe that the Flyers win their first home opening game that they've had in like many, many years. The Flyers always open on the road, usually on the West Coast, and it's almost always a disaster. So I'm kind of hoping, hoping that opening up at home will uh, give them some spark right out of the gate. But everyone's injured somehow already, so I don't, I don't really know what's going to happen, but. I'm gonna say that the Flyers are gonna win. I don't know All if right. I want to put a number on it, but I'm I'm gonna say Flyers win. Okay. And you say you say Nux win, which is yeah. I think respectable choices for both of them. Sure,
0: sure. It could happen. I mean, this is a this is a kind of a weird way to start for the Canucks to start their year because they don't actually have their home opener until the 23rd. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a six game swing. And their last game is actually in Seattle, and then a couple nights later, they host uh, Minnesota. Mm. so yeah they're over they're playing in uh Detroit and uh, Buffalo, yeah, so they're all over the place.
1: Some winnable games there,
0: yeah, yeah. thanks Poor some Buffalo. points over here. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel for their fans, you know,
1: I, I do, too. I that's that's one of those cities that I feel like
0: should have a good hockey team. Because every time I get mad at the Canucks, it's like, well, it yeah, could be worse. are not
1: the Sabres. It you know. could definitely be worse. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I mean, you know, we should probably get along better with Sabres fans than we do, because you know, we're both part of the same club. We came into the NHL at the same time. We've both gone to the Stanley Cup final three times and lost. Like, you know,
1: mm-hmm. we
0: know what this is all about. You know, we have this bond that cannot be broken. And then it's going to get really weird when if one of us actually does win the cup one day.
1: I mean, you know, law of averages, it'll happen eventually. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know when, but it <laughs> might happen eventually
0: better get soon because i'm not getting any younger i hear you i'd like to be able to enjoy it <laughs> no doubt you no know, just just one I just yep. just give me
1: one that's all i need Yep. kent thank you so much for doing oh, this
0: my pleasure it was great to talk to you again
1: tell the people where they can find you
0: um we're at com. uh we're not nearly as mean and surly as people would like to think you know we're we're fairly welcoming over there, so you know, do feel free to stop in and, and chat, and uh, we're always happy to have uh, visitors pop in from out of town. So,
1: I always check out the opposing team's SV Nation blog because they're the best. Oh. well, <laughs> I love
0: I love what you guys do over there. You really do. I
1: mean, thank you so much. Yes. All right. Well, you enjoy the game. I will Everyone try. Everyone listening. I hope you enjoy the game hopefully the flyers give us a show for the first time yeah. in a long time
0: I, I actually have a game that's on at a reasonable time you know this is the hardest part is living in ontario and being a fan because oh, a lot yeah. of these games start at 10 o'clock 10 at o'clock and i work i start work at 6 a.m oh no so a lot of my games are getting up at 4 a.m and fast-forwarding through commercials and yeah so
1: oh my god thoughts nice and prayers
0: to, yeah it'd be if nice I to sit there and watch a game
1: if i had to deal with west coast start times i just i simply would not be a hockey fan
0: <laughs> yeah I, I don't mind those leafs visits anymore because yeah right you
1: know <laughs> all right kent well enjoy the game everyone okay. enjoy the game hopefully it's a good one go
0: flyers all right. thanks kelly
1: today's episode is brought to you by cars.com